Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies. Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre. Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more. So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy. Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We are back with our category podcast, but we are currently on our franchise edition. So the next installment of the franchise we're doing is Alien 3, which came out in 1992. It's an IMDb of 6.4, a meta score of 59, Rotten Tomatoes of 45% tomato meter, 47% audience. It had a budget of $50 million domestically, $55,473,545 worldwide, $159,814,498. It was directed by David Fincher, which I believe this was his first Studio production. He was doing like commercials and yeah. shit, right? Yeah. Written by Vincent Ward, David Geiler, Walter Hill, and Larry Ferguson. All right. So, with me uh, working in the morning, I got to go to my usual. But uh, <laughs> we're drinking the McMasters and Diet Pepsi. And um, yeah. Nothing changes over here. Well, you know, I'm coming off of yesterday off and today off. Nice. My first two days off in 14 days. Woohoo! Um, I started off with a gin and tonic, Hendrix gin mm. and tonic, followed by a spicy Bloody Mary, followed nice. by a Sam Adams cherry wheat, followed by another gin and tonic, and I am finishing it up with a Paloma. Nice. Good. Well, you know, I'm drinking. Tonight's my drink day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the Paloma, actually, little story here is we went to uh, Donkey on Sunday, and they canned their margaritas. Hmm. And I said, oh, can you can a Paloma for me? Because I love their Palomas. Don't get me wrong. I love their Palomas. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, fresh squeezed, you know, grapefruit juice, all that good stuff. So it's got the cute little donkey logo and everything on it from the can. So, it, you know, once again, I'm like going along the set, um, lines of like Seven Monks or Donkey where, you know, Seven Monks have their Palomas on tap. And now you have the ability to get the Palomas at Donkey in a can. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, pretty good. Um, didn't do the salt around the rim because I figured I had enough salt with the fish fry today that was less than spectacular but anywho <laughs> <laughs> but other than that i mean i started off and it was like i started off at like four something four thirty. so i've been had a few drinks in me which is awesome it's yeah. friday gotta enjoy it it's a good but, day um realize that my last gin and tonic i did not call the liquor oh. oops oops and oops <laughs> was at a bar and said, could I have a gin and tonic? Granted, it was only three bucks. But, oh, but it was well gin. It was like New yeah. Amsterdam. 
is guy I think it was lower than Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be truthfully honest, I think it definitely was lower than New Amsterdam. So I mean, usually I call Tangeray or Hendrix like when we go out and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Tangeray is usually my go-to. I haven't had Hendrix in a long time, but I love Hendrix. Like when I was living with my old roommate. He was a bartender, and he always had Hendrix, and it was really good. Well, I feel, okay, I feel, okay, I don't know if I'm wrong in saying this, but I feel like Tangeray in lime, Bombay in lime. lime. You know, I'm not saying lime juice, but, like, lime as a garnish. Yes. And when I remember I'm doing Hendrix, I feel like cucumber is the garnish. See, and I don't, I can't do cucumbers. I don't. I, have I just a feel like it's a different flavor. I just think of it's a different flavor and that complements each other the best way. Oh, and I've always been told that is how to do Hendrix. But, yeah, I've been one person that cannot do... Cucumber. Cucumbers. I don't... Is it the, is it the seeds? It's the taste. Um, well, I won't oh. lie. One of my friends had the cucumber vodka, and I she left it here. That and was terrible. And now, whenever I smell cucumber, it was I just can't that taste that from that vodka with oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we all got we always we all have those. And we I have, have to slice cucumbers every day. Just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but the, I'm finishing up, and I think they use uh, it's um, what they use it's the silver John Helio in the Paloma that I'm doing right now with the Mexican grapefruit soda and then it has the fresh squeeze grapefruit juice and fresh squeeze lime juice in it so other than that I don't have the salt on it but it's really good and I want to say it was an awesome idea for me to ask him to can the Paloma for me yeah <laughs> like, that's not a bad idea no not at all not at all Know. So who wants to start first? You know, we usually have so, our normal person that starts. So yeah. I just want to ask, what version did you watch? Both. You watched both. Okay. Mm-hmm. We just watched the extended. Yeah, yeah. It, it's called. It's got a specific name, but it is the extended version. I forgot what they called it. So they say like the first one's like the dumpster dive that people talk shit about at the theater. Yes. And then the extended actually just kind of made it a little bit better. Well, once again, you know, here we go, apples and oranges, whatever. It's the whole point. Every director has a vision of what it's going to be based on what they want. And, of course, then they have to deal with marketing and box office and, mar- and directors that decide what they want to put out there. And they cut out what they think that uh, they can dumb it down for the audience for the audience to understand. Um, Aliens, the first one, the director's cut. Aliens 2, the director's cut. Now we have Alien 3, the director's cut once again. If you want to, we'll just say director's cut. Yeah. You know, fine. there's another, like you said, there is another name for it. Um, added in so much more little tidbits, or if you want to call them Easter eggs, where you can see where they're leading up to. Or whether or not they knew they were going to do the movies that they were going to tie in later on. It allowed more of the house of cards not to be toppled. 
as to put it, put, put yeah, it away. Yeah, I mean, and going from the extended cuts from the alien and aliens, they, they added like, I mean, the first one added like a scene. Uh-huh. The second one, I mean, you got 10 minutes more maybe. This was a full half hour longer than the theatrical yep. cut. Yep. So it added a lot more. I know I had seen the theatrical cut as a child, but I think this was the first time I had seen the extended cut. Don't we own it? Yeah. We own it. I the own extended it cut. I own the extended cut on Prime. Okay. What did you do it on Voodoo? Yeah, Voodoo. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely the worst out of the three. Bless. Oh, without question. Well, but and well, they're only going to get worse from there. But no, we're going to dip down and then pull right back up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But this one. I don't know. It's just, it was all right. I, there's nothing spectacular about it. Um, at first I kind of thought the alien was just, I mean, you got to look at it. It's 92 too. So it's, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's think this. It's 30 years ago again. So you kind of got to put yourself back in 92 and say, okay, this is actually pretty decent for that time era, I guess. Wasn't it for the Oscars, you said? It was nominated for visual effects. Yeah, yeah. it was nominated visual for visual Yeah. So it's one of those movies, like, when you watch it, you're like, man, this is terrible. But then you're like, okay, put yourself back in 92 and be like, okay, this this could have potential. Like, it, it's pretty crazy how the alien slobber and... I don't know, just him looking all wet and stuff. And then at the end, when he jumped out after they put all the, like, that steel over him and then they poured the hot water on him, he just exploded. Like, there's a lot of scenes you can put yourself back in 92 and just be like, yeah, that's, that'd be really cool back in 92. So, I mean, and not only, you know, if you have to think about this, this was almost at the height of, um, <clears throat> Charles Dutton's career. Yeah. I mean, he had that show on Fox. If I remember correctly. So he was a pretty big actor. And then on top of it, you have... Oh, God. I'm having a moment here. Of course, there's my iPad right there, and I can't grab it because I'm being lazy because that means I have to move my drink. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, you have Sigourney Weaver, of course, but once again, think about this. <clears throat> Usually by the time a third sequel comes out or a third of installment or a trilogy, we're losing the main character. I mean, in all honesty, we have Sigourney Weaver reprising her role again, in which we're lucky to have that. We really are. Let's yeah, be honest oh, absolutely. Here. You know, we are totally lucky in that point um, to see her actually, you know, in this movie where I almost feel like as a female, because we talked about this in Alien and Aliens, um, the power of women, the power of the woman winning, 
you know, where if you compared her to like the Scream Queen movies of of the early seven, last late seventies, early eighties, the teen slasher movies, where the woman was the idiot. She could run in her heels. She was the one that got killed. She was the virgin that lost her virginity that got killed, or she, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. with this. Or she was she was the heroine that eventually lived, but just by the luck of her pants. Now, Sigourney Weaver's character, you know, Ripley in this one, of course, she has always been the woman that drove through, that embraced her feminism. And all of a sudden, this movie, for me, ladled with testosterone. It's almost like they, in less than a word, they emasculated her. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It's like they shaved her and they made her look like a man. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, that she. Was weird. Well, they explained it away no... by the they shave all their heads because of the lice on the planet or something like that. Yeah, because the lice on the planet. I, I get what they're saying, or they try to, they whether or not they tried to defeminize her to make her more. Not that she wanted. They wanted her to simulate into the into the society or whatever, the brotherhood. Right. Or to not stand out, but they be made her almost become a masculine man. So her her qualities or her characteristics that I embraced and loved in the first two movies, um, because she was a woman and had those exact one, they were trying to say, well, they wrapped it up in a neat package with this, that she looked like a man. So she could have it. I don't... I just felt that's where I got off on this movie just a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I'm not saying it all. I mean, if I had, you know, we got the next couple ones are going after this. And I believe this is the first time my husband saw Alien 3. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Or he saw, or he saw Alien 3 with the extended cup. Okay. Yeah, so he he watched it and he was like, so watching it with him because it was kind of like watching it, you know, through little new eyes as right, always. Right. And he, I mean, he didn't say he liked it, didn't say he hated it, you know, you know, he had his own little reactions or whatever. But it it was almost like the standard. She she tangled with it. She won. She put it back down, and it's a single one, and they won. Well, before it was like the multiple ones, but this was like the first one. It was one that they won against. Yeah. You almost felt like we're going back to the original, whatever. I think when I was talking about Charles Dutton, hold on, pull back up here for a second. Charles Dutton, best supporting actor for Charles Dutton, Saturn Awards. Okay. Yeah, he was nominated. I just, I don't think he won it, but he was nominated for it. Like you said, he's a good actor too. Yes. Yeah, and I, you can picture him as like the leader of this. The Cro-Mags or something. Yeah, I mean, they're kind, uh, almost a religious cult. I guess you could describe them as. They take a vow of celibacy. They're all the worst of the worst people at one point. And then they get to there and they just have a different outlook on things. And a woman comes in and disrupts the whole equilibrium that they had. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
And yeah, I thought I don't know. I just thought it was really cool in that rape scene where that what's the guy uh that came and kicked that one guy's ass? Um That's Dutton, the guy we were talking Dutton, about. Yeah. yeah. I just loved how he kicked his ass and that guy was a rapist. Yeah, I mean, I think most of them in there. Yeah, were. but like it's just he didn't he he took his celibacy um, seriously, and having that girl there, he did not break down. Yeah, and even like before that, when she first comes into the mess hall or whatever, and he's like trying to intimidate her, mm-hmm. she's not having yeah. any any part of it. Yeah, so that's what I found really cool is. He definitely converted, and he's definitely there. For, he's a true believer, I yes, think, for sure. exactly, where all these other guys are trying to cave in and just take advantage of her, and he was like, oh, hell no. Well, <clears throat> what you have to see is also in this whole point, you can see where it started up, where the movie it did initially start up, you know, the development of this movie started in 1987. Oh, yeah, it went to development hell. And then Eric Red, and then David Tawahi, and then Vincent Ward, where it finally ended up with Walter Hill and David Geiler. Geiler, sorry, my fault. Um, But you can see a little bit of each of them in this, where I guess the prison planet where they're all trapped on it and they can't get off classic you know it's like someone trapped in the bottom of the ocean and they can't get out or they they're trapped in a house and they can't get out or these so that's classic right there i think that made this a little more i mean i know you're trapped on an alien space station i mean aliens uh, a spaceship and you can't get away from the alien but this it was a whole planet just like the other one was it's it's interesting you know yeah, the way I, a little I, bit of everything comes into everything yeah i like how at least in these three each one has kind of a change of scenery the first one mm-hmm. is strictly on a ship the second mm-hmm. one is on an open planet that has been trying to be colonized and then the third one is like in a prison and they're all kind of different well you're they're 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 locked in, but they're locked out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, they're the prisoners of their own design because basically they watch themselves almost. But at the same time, they're still trapped because they can't do anything because the place doesn't have any working anything. Yeah. You know, you know, one of the best quotes ever, I as we have fire, I assume we still can make fire. We are, you know, we have the ability to still make fire. You know, I get it. You know. Yeah, and this was a good uh, change of pace from the second one, also, where it was like a military. All the guns and ammo and weapons in the world, and in this one, you have nothing. Yeah, they asked like, "What guns?" This is a maximum security prison. You have no weapons whatsoever. Exactly. I thought that was hilarious. And that's the whole point, because they basically, they've been policing themselves to control themselves, and now they have to they have to control themselves against this thing that's 
attacking them. My husband did not like the dog scene. I'm going to let you know that right now. Okay, the dog one was in the original. and the extended, it was a cow or a mule, whatever the hell that thing was. It was different. Yeah, it was different, yeah. But he did not like the dog scene, so we... <laughs> but that, that brought me back to like the thing with yeah like the dog in that one one which i don't understand why they would have kept that in the theatrical and not the extended uh, yeah i i don't know other than the fact that we i watched a couple videos explaining how this breed of alien was different because it was came, it came yeah. from a not a human so it acted differently they call this one a runner apparently yeah so this was not in the extended in the original version the alien popped out of a dog yeah and okay. the, ex- see, the one we it. saw yeah i didn't see that it came out of like an ox yeah that's okay i was trying to figure out what the hell we were talking about because i was like wait i don't remember a dog yeah Okay. No, I mean, like, there's a difference between the two. So, you know, we saw, you know, we saw the different versions and the fact that he was not a big thing. You know, people do not want to see dogs get hurt. Mm-mm. Yeah. But at the same time, it explained a little bit more where the dog was always poking his nose and where it wasn't supposed to be. You know, yeah. how he got the alien got to him, you know, where when it, when it was it a is it a mule? You're right. I'm trying to decide. Was it? I want to almost say it was like a jackass. Yeah, I, I want to say it was like a. It was bigger. It was like a cow or a bull or something. I mean, I it, it was, was like an, an alien thing. Yeah, it was an ox. Yeah, maybe an ox. You know, it was just really weird. You know that I. You know, you don't form the emotional attachment because all audiences form an emotional attachment to a dog sure sure or a cat you don't form it to a, a barn animal which like i said once again shocked me that they kept that in the theatrical release not flip-flopped it yeah i i honestly don't know why they would do that yeah and it was the alien. If you do once again, we're looking at this again. The alien is a little bit different because he is once again. They did describe it as the runner, a runner. Yeah. Because he almost had more pronounced muscle tone. I almost say on. Like he was almost, almost running as a. As an animal. A, yeah. As an animal. Yeah. But and. I mean, get to the alien itself. The the close-ups of it, the actual, like, when they were doing animatronics or a person in a bodysuit, it looked fantastic. Oh, yes. But it does. when they were doing the early stages of the CGI, like, that, it, that does not hold up whatsoever. No. No, it does not. <laughs> But once again, we like we said in 1979 when they did the original, you know. However, that that was awesome. Yeah. Whatever effects they used on that was awesome, and it still holds up at the time because they weren't trying to overstep or overreach their boundaries. Right. They knew and their own boundaries. Like practical this effects, is... effects will always hold up, I think. But when you start getting into the computer graphics of it all, it, um, I mean, 
In 92, it probably looked fucking wild, but that just shit advances so fast and so far that it just dwarfs everything that came before it. But if you're using just bodysuits and practical effects, I mean, that shit doesn't really change. No, it doesn't change. As long as you spend the time and take the effort to make it look realistic and not just try to hack knee it, you're awesome. And, and I mean, uh, you can say what you will about this movie, but it has one of the most iconic, uh, I, want, I don't want to say scenes, but moments in this whole trilogy when she's backed up against the wall after the doctor got killed and the alien is like, right up against her yeah and you're trying to figure out why she's not getting eaten it's just that yeah. moment it's just uh take right a screenshot of that and it's like goddamn, that's fucking incredible well you see that you... slobbery fucking face and and the tongue comes out yeah and... yeah i'd be like what the fuck are we doing here and the fact that she knows it's a queen inside of her which i want to ask you about that how there was never an explanation in this movie how that happened. Was there a moment from aliens that would explain that? Or is it just, we're just supposed to? You know, just like, you know, some some eggs are queen eggs. Just like when it comes to ants. You know, if you go back. I don't think there's ever really explained. The only explanation that is ever given to, to me as a sci-fi nut is the fact that you go back to random movies, them, all these other ones that every so often there's queen ants or queen bugs or whatever mm-hmm. born and they branch out and do their own colony. So any, any egg or base hugger can produce a queen if it comes tied, you know, that's the whole point. Yeah. That's, but I mean, I, there was, my question uh, is how, how does she know it's a queen? Not only that, but how did she get, in, I mean, quote-unquote, impregnated to begin with? Well, that's the whole thing. They said that the cryotubes, you know, it looked like um, the cryotube was on newts or whatever, and she wanted to make sure, because it had the, um, you know, the alien. The acid burn on it. Yeah. And, yeah. So the whole point is, is her her face thing was busted, but the thing is, is the it never they didn't say anything about her tube, you know the you know the alien acid or alien blood could have like leaked on on you know Newt's tube, and she could have been getting impregnated herself. So they do show when they're first starting the scenes when they're on the Sulaco before their their pods are ejected into the. EVC. Yeah, they show the fire and Yeah, they show the fire, but if you see that there's a crack on her um glass protection, it's gone. It's like there's a crack and stuff, there's a hole. So they don't say, but my whole thing is <clears throat> if you go back to aliens here, so they are the alien mother is up in the ship, whatever. Thank you. Um and she's fighting to kill, fighting against Ripley. When the hell does she have time to lay eggs? Just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's I, not, I mean, there. That's yeah, that's very true. You know, 
when i mean did she just automatically know that she was going to i mean did she just start laying eggs as soon as she got like up on the ship you know and that's another thing you know so you just defeated the queen you sucked her out into space did you not did you not go back and check to make sure there was no eggs anywhere right hmm. yeah that's my thought you think you would do that yeah but I get you're tired, you're, you know, you just fought against an alien monster, you know. But it's once been a again, rough we went day. It's been a rough day, you need to get some sleep. That's what you need to do. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this movie, like I said, oh. we're going off the rails next. It's going to be bad. Okay, go ahead. No, like the next uh, few more movies after this. Like, these three were good. The next ones are going to be kind of tough to watch. I, mean, I think so. I absolutely think so. Because, um, I mean, I'm, these are good. They tie in with each other. They have a good storyline. And then the next ones just kind of go off the rails. Like, they don't... Well, I mean, I have to imagine the culmination of this one had to have been the thought that it was going to be the last one because you almost have the perfect development of the character Ripley where she's kind of just trying to survive in the first one. The second one, she almost becomes a, a motherly figure and a badass. And then the third one, she completely sacrifices herself for the universe, so to speak. Yep. That's that's a good ending right there. Done and over with. And the fact that when she's falling into, like, the lava lead pit, whatever you want to call it, it almost looks like she's crucifying herself. And she even did that when she wanted uh, uh, Dylan, uh, Hutton's character, to kill herself. She literally... Puts her arms out, holding onto the fence, like, "All right, I'm ready." So yeah. there's a there's quite a bit of symbolism in this movie. Now that I think about it. So what? Okay, go ahead. continue. Uh, no, this oh, is off ahead. topic. So it's just continue this conversation. I have another question. Yeah. But my thing here is also, but when they land and the scientific team comes down, we get to see the extent of the company, which we got to see hints of what the company was but if you think about it this is when we actually put a face with wayland corporation now because technically it's bishop but it's yeah. you know it's another bishop or the bishop or it's you know it's we can see he's saying that he's wayland whatever but it's really another bishop whatever but you keep on seeing that tie-in going down where this is how powerful the company is you see how much they control and we see the whalen corporation as the company which is setting us up for for prometheus later on which once again to me it's an easter egg yeah i mean which definitely lets you know how long that this has been going on even like they've been after this motherfucker for well that's what i was gonna say is um the original director had the idea like when we were watching the YouTube reviews on this for and he had the whole idea for Prometheus. 
I mean, one of the original scripts kind of fed into yeah. the Prometheus script for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's what we were t- uh, talking about earlier. Yeah. And that was pretty not just to see that, like, like how this movie took so long to be made because everybody's bickering. There's too many chiefs, not enough engines. Is that racist? No. Okay, I just want to make sure. No. No, it's correct. It's like too many soups, too many chefs spoiled the soup. Yeah, there's so many fucking acronyms for this. Well, I mean, that was the thing, too. Like, I just looked it up, like, the budget for aliens was like 18 and a half so there wasn't that much at stake this one was 50 million with a director who hasn't proven himself yet so the studio was all up in his fucking grill like making changes and changing like he went in apparently he started directing this movie without a finished script They've been working on the script since 87. Yeah, but they kept changing it. That's true. That's true. I mean, they, uh, from what I understand, they were all up in his shit. He, I mean, I think Fincher absolutely disavows this movie now. This is is not the movie I went in to make. It's not what I want. Yeah, he had a bunch of other ideas that they just exonate on that. Like, fuck you. Like, we're going to, you got to direct it, but you can't do this 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 you have to do this that and that's bullshit can't put your own touch into your own movie i would probably like give up on it but i mean even the difference between you know 86 when uh aliens came out and 92 the fact that I mean, you know, have eighteen and a half million dollar budget to a fifty million dollar budget. That's not just inflation. That's the fact that there is so much money going into the rewrites and all that stuff. So therefore, they you are absolutely correct in the saying that they were closely monitoring this more than I think they had ever monitored the previous two aliens. Yeah. And- I mean, the fact that the second one, I mean, James Cameron at that point had some pedigree. I, they put basically nothing into Ridley Scott's original, and they're given a $50 million budget to a guy who's never directed a theatrical film before. They're going to be all up on this shit. And the fact when it doesn't, it, it, you know, I don't know, perform as well as it's supposed to, Yeah. What was it? How much money did it make? I think 160 worldwide, roughly. So 160 worldwide, 110 million. You know, got to think about you know the budgeting of marketing on this was probably pretty huge. I would imagine so. Yeah. So maybe it only grossed. Maybe it only made a profit of 20 million, if that. Yeah, uh, that probably tracks. That marketing is the killer. And you're absolutely correct in saying that that is probably one of the most iconic images of alien, like, up against her face. Yeah. Other than her in the spacesuit from the first one glancing back over, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I bet you most people would know 
Like if you're playing like a game of some sort, and there's like images, like name this movie. I bet you most people know that's Alien Three, just because Absolute. it's everywhere. It's on memes. It's on a lot of things out there, but it is the most iconic photo. And yeah, okay. So the funny thing is with this movie, you have maybe a total of what? four minutes with new in uh you know hicks hicks and, and they're like in in the thing the fact that they're even listed in the credits you know i'm just kind of like going hmm they really they, that that they we really didn't even see them and the fact that newt supposedly drowned in drowned. her cryotube well how can you drown in a cryotube if your thing is if you're if you're to your pot is you know shattered yep so when she said he, he she drowned and that's why she had to check it because remember there was the acid on the cryo tube yep and i wonder because from a lot of the things i read and what i saw that was a big pushback on this movie was hickson Newt were just dead. Like, so it almost erases the second movie to begin with. Because you build up a bond with those two in the, in right. the second movie. You had an invested interest to see them into the next movie and live because, but at the same time, they only wanted one main character, always. Right, and, I mean, this movie was six years after Aliens. There's no way you can get Newt to play Newt again. Yeah, that's another thing. So I think that's possibility of what they had to deal with, with that fact. That's why it was so written so many different times. Right. Is because how do you get a young actress to play the same role six years later? Yeah, I mean, you can you can have an 18 or a 24-year-old play a, an original 18-year-old. But, I mean, what was she, seven, eight? You're not going to be able to pass off a 15-year-old as the character she played seven years ago. Yeah. Like, that just isn't going to work. And then they don't even really say the different... They don't even say the amount of time it was between, you know, the Sulaka having the fire caused by the alien blood or whatever. You know, because her initial cryo thing was 67 years or 57 years. Sorry, 57 years. And then when they went to the planet, that was like, what, nine, ten months or something? They don't say how long it was from the time that they left, that they were in hypersleep. They never really give the estimate of the time. So it could have been X amount of It could have been years. And then we're not at all. You know, they could have drifted off course or whatever. You don't want yeah, to Yeah, but I mean, in, in cryosleep, you... I mean, based on age. the first one, you don't age. So. You don't age. I know that. But I'm just saying, they never gave us, they always said how long they were in cryosleep. This is the one time they never said how long she that's was true. in cryosleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. I didn't even think about that. It wasn't even a theatrical one? No. Okay. Either one, no, it wasn't. Hmm. I do like weird. the idea of bringing Bishop back. Like, I mean... I, the first time I saw this, I'm not sure I had the context of the universe to understand what seeing that character at the end meant. 
Okay. But watching it again, I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. And he actually appears to be human. Well, because, you know, they, they, they once again model Bishop off of someone you're modeling him off of Wayland. Yeah. Which is funny because when you look at Prometheus and Covenant, David is modeled off of something different. Yeah, for sure. So, is there anything else we have to finish with this movie? Or what else we have to, else do we have to say? Well, there was a couple things that I needed to talk on. Okay, let me see if I can find it. Okay, uh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. i got to find it real fast. Okay, so once again, we were talking about the visual effect. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, they had... We were talking about how we had the CGI. There was a little bit of the CGI in there. There wasn't like that much, okay? You can see no, where it was. Yeah, you, I mean, it's glaring. Okay, so, uh, Lane, Lane, Lainey, Lainey Liska was um, the puppeteer. And she was, um, she did the new process, um, which was dubbed the Mo Motion. Which was the rod puppet was was my um, was manipulated with um, the motion of the control camera. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think so. Yeah. Um, which was kind of cool. It would take almost four to six people. So once again, we're going back to here. We got a puppet. We have a we have a puppeteer. Six people doing this. Whether it be the guy in the suit. Oops. Two. <laughs> Or we have a puppeteer doing this. And in all honesty, this animatronics, what they got going on, is a hell of a lot better than the CGI out there. At least that's what it had going for it, once again. Yeah, I I, I understand why they couldn't physically do what they were trying to do with the CGI that they did. Yeah. It just yeah, be- aged horribly. Like, And that being said, like that was really the only issue I had visually like the sets that they had and like the whole prison it looked great yeah you gotta put yourself back in 1992 that's just yep. how i like you start like trying to judge it and you're like i can't i <clears throat> they did not have that technology we have today so Absolutely. yes it's a fine film like where they the graphics were great for that era like it I understand why I was nominated. I understand why it didn't win, but it was still like a great, great graphics, great everything. Of course, good, good acting. Like um, everybody on there, like what's his face from Game of Thrones? Charles Dance. Yes. Well, initially they also had like, they had um, a TV, television you know, cartoon series supposed to come out the same time this came out. Oh, really? So, you know, uh-huh. I know it's called Operation Aliens. Yep, it was done by uh, a Korean anim- animation studio. Footage huh. has never, yeah, just like, you know, little subs. Uh, there's some merchandising out there, but, yeah, the footage has never resurfaced. But, yeah, it was supposed to coincide. Fox, um you know, conceived it at the same time, and there was a pilot episode and all that. So it'll be interesting to see if everyone ever finds it. Kind of cool, huh? It was supposed to be 
a cartoon series of aliens at the same time with us. And once again, what 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 group are you trying to hit upon? Think about it. What what are, it's an alien? It's aliens. Hello, people. I go, cartoon series for kids in the morning. I mean, I'm going. I'm pretty sure we have the Alien 3 Sega Genesis game, actually. Oh, we do. Probably. There was a lot of video games being Alien 3. Once again... We have Alien 1, I think, on one. I think we only have this one. Dude, I'm pretty sure we have... Do we have a shit ton? I know, but Alien 1 came out in 1979. Okay, I don't know, man. We have so many Sega Genesis games, I can't. Sega, way back in the day, mess it. Oh, if you ever want to come play Sega Genesis, we have one. Somewhere downstairs in my basement, I told you it's the Sega CD. I have a Sega CD, and they're worth a bunch of money. Well, somewhere down in that basement, somewhere in my basement, in hell. It's somewhere there. Is it, like, brand new? No, it's played. Okay. Yeah, I, I think ours played. is in good condition. We haven't played it in a while, but. I think last time it was played is like 1994, 1995. It's somewhere in a basement. I have a Sega Saturn. You know what that is? Yes, I do. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I bought it at Kmart back in the day. Kmart. Oh, <laughs> make us feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, yeah, again, I have not much else to say about this movie. I mean, honestly, it's not a bad no and i'm ready for tom tell us our scores from the last movies because this could be interesting so do you want to tell us what we all rated on the last two okay you (laughs) gave the first one a 7.8 you stupid piece of shit You didn't even give the second one a number. You just said it was better. <laughs> Did can we write? Can we write what they're what he's drinking each week next next to it? <laughs> yeah, we certainly can. So I I went nine point four for the first and eight point nice. seven for the second, and then you went mm-hmm. ten for the first. And nine point four for the second. Yeah. See. And the reason, and the reason why I went ten is because, you know, that's you know I go I could almost flip flop it and do ten for aliens, and nine point four. But the reason why the other one has ten is because, the nostalgia. It was my first, real scary alien movie, in the theater, thinking I was watching another Star Wars movie, and I wasn't. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean. In terms of original movies and their sequels, I have to say these are the closest in terms of quality. I mean, you can argue Godfather and Godfather 2, I guess, but other than that. And two entirely different directors. Yeah. I I mean, a lot of people make the argument Terminator versus Terminator 2, but those were the same director. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, some people would argue Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2, I suggest. I, I'm i not one of those people, but... Back to the Future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. Well, I mean, that and you can go New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, 
So there are some out there where the second one supersedes the first, but. I mean, in all honesty, you know, it's 10, 9.4 for me. I mean, for me, I would, I'll go ahead and I think we should make you do the, you know, rating right now. That'd be you. Me? Yeah, because you always go with rating first. Okay, make sure so we write it down. I'm make sure we write it down. I'm going to go right now. So 7.8 was my first one. 7.8 was the first one. 7.5 is my second one. You didn't have a number. I'm adding it. Oh, okay. And then we do a 7.2 for this one. I don't understand your rating level whatsoever. Because this is not my number one choice of horror flicks. I get that. It's watchable, and I will recommend it to other people because that's our seven plus is I would watch it again, and I would recommend it to other people. But I have other – I am have a different kind of style when it I... comes to this. So this is kind of more sci-fi, which – this is very high ratings for sci-fi for me. I get that, but you were bitching the whole time we were watching it. I don't bitch a lot. It was a bitch. Why is this movie two and a half fucking hours? Well, Nothing's exactly, fucking happened. Exactly. I do have to say, these movies are way too fucking long. And I definitely agree with this all This was the that. longest one yet. Well, you watched the extended version. <laughs> well, I don't know what this person puts on and just like okay we're watching this i'm like okay they're like two hours and 24 minutes what the fuck are we doing here so what what you need to do in the future here for him is like hold the extended version in one hand (laughs) buy a vhs okay or buy a dvd and say or blu-ray and say this is the extended version and this is the normal version you choose (laughs) well he's just gonna choose the shortest one not the best one exactly (laughs) Like I, well, and while I watched this, I won a bunch of money gambling. <laughs> no, that was the night before. No, I won. Oh, no, you that did too. that one too. I won six hundred last night. All right, you, you rating that as a seven point two just completely fucked me up. Okay. Uh, I'll. This is definitely the weakest of the ones that have come we've covered yet. I mean, I was going to give it a 7 before he threw out a 7.2. I guess, fuck it. I'm not basing my ratings on yours. You basically call my rating bullshit. Because so. it is. I called it bullshit when you rated the first one. So. Well, I just explained to you my whole reasoning in life. I give this one a solid 7. You know I, what? I, I like the movie. I do. Okay. And once again... I got 10, 9.4, and I'm dropping this one down to, I'm going to say a 7.5. Because I can see where they wanted to go with some things, and they weren't able to go with some things. And the reason why I'm doing a 7.5 on this one is because I know what's coming next. That's fair. (laughs) You need to give yourself some room for that one. I want to give myself some room for <laughs> yeah. that drop. I want, I want the cat, I want the catechism of abyss to happen. But yeah, for sure. th- once again, you know, theatrical or extended version, I think this would be better for most people to watch ex- uh, theatrical version because it is shorter. Yes, it does have the dog scene, which makes it harder than fact of the bull, bison, whatever the fuck that thing is. I don't know what it is. 
you know, compared to like the extended director's version. That makes it a little easier, but you can see where, once again, too many fingers in the pot, yes. where each one wanted to go. If they would have, if they would have had one director, one vision, it might have had more continuity. But all in all, it had a decent plot that tied in upcoming Easter eggs that we never knew there was going to be Easter eggs. Looking back, I can see the Easter eggs. Yeah, they definitely incorporated plot points and moments from this movie that would have gone... Uh, Unnoticed. Right. Yeah. Had it not been for Prometheus, for sure. Yeah. Actually. So, that's why I'm still giving it a 7.5, because I know what's coming up next. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and which ones I mean, are we watching to both back to back? Well, the next one will be Resurrections. Yeah, Resurrections. Then we talked about doing the AVPs together. Yeah, the AVPs together. And then Prometheus. Yeah. And then Covenant. But what are we thinking about next time? Yeah, we got to go off book next time. Well, I think Jim said one thing. He said something about recent actors or directors that just died recently. Mm -hmm. Your favorite of their movies. But I don't know if that's good enough now. I mean, we can think of something else, whatever's best. Well, that's a fun one. Um, there's that's also enough. the Oscars coming up, so we could talk about Oscar movies that are coming that are nominated since they just dropped. That's good. Let's um, do that one. You want to do that one? I'll do that one. How many are streaming, though? That's the question. Like, uh, most. Uh, Belfast isn't streaming. Um uh, well, we have Belfast. We have access to it. I mean, yeah. Power of the Dog is a Netflix movie. Uh, Nightmare Alley's on Hulu. Yeah. There's a decent amount that are available. I mean, that gets us starting to watch some of the Oscar stuff because we need to start. And now we're we're, we're doing, doing predictions again this year, so if you want to, I'll throw it out there. I mean, it is thirty. It is thirty-one days of Oscar on TCM right now. Okay, so yeah, um, that'd be fun because yeah, if you want to come up with your list again, um, yeah. we can always uh, compare it to what we're doing. You absolutely crushed us last year. <laughs> yeah, like I think um, you had like twenty three or twenty eight, right? Um, my question is, are we doing for this next one? Are we doing best pictures? Best Picture movies or just Oscar movies? That's an interesting question. Do we want to do just best, best picture winner? Or... Well, let's be real. If we can keep up with this, we could do we could do an Oscar, like best movie one week, get to our aliens like real quick, and then we could do like best whatever after that. Actor or actress. Yes. That's that's an interesting concept. Would it be fun if we can keep up with everything pretty fast? Because my the, schedule won't. I'm now I'm back to normal. In my life. The Oscars so. are like the twenty seventh, I think twenty sixth or twenty seventh. So as so long as we, we do, do the next one by next Friday, we do best picture, then back to aliens, and then do just best actor actress yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, let's do that. I, I have like three that. whole days off next week. Yeah. Yeah. So we can um crush like. 
I can start watching a bunch of Oscar movies. We, I mean, we're watching them anyway for 2021. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boom. That would yeah, be... We... So the next one is going to be... Uh, best picture. Best picture. Yep. Okay. Yes. And yep. Then how are we doing? Best actors and actresses. We choose one of each. Yeah, we'll each pick yeah. two movies from that one. Yeah, okay, two movies. I like yeah. That. I mean, there's going to be a lot of crossover between. Yeah, because we have movies. a limit. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna so. have a. Yeah, we have limited to choose from. So yeah, that'd be good. Okay, that sounds good. I like this. I can get some in. I can get some of these in because I've been wanting to watch some of them. Yeah, so this will be good. So let's uh, figure that out and let's keep in touch about that. Still loving this shit? Still loving it. All right, we'll we'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you. Okay, Okay, bye. See ya. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.